Kia and welcome to the Oho Ake Books podcast. My name is Fareus. I'm going to stay on the multidimensional tip for another week. <laughs> I think it's really important because I'm still feeling into the space and I'm still I'm having many experiences in my life that have directed me towards deeper understanding of what it means to be a multidimensional being having a multidimensional experience. Now, I'm with uh, some researchers over the last 30 years who have come forward with their understanding, their deeper understanding, their insights into the nature of reality. One of those people whose research I've followed extensively and who I've seen speak three times in seminars all around the world is David Icke. Now, Icke's representation of a pyramid structure with a capstone being the, the non-human, non, non-physical, and often non-physical beings, physical in the sense of like a, a 3D frequency band, beings are the beings at the top of that capstone pyramid. And below them, you have a decompartmentalization of where you have beneath the capstone, you have the hybrids and the possessed being humans that are sort of not quite human, not quite interdimensional, but they have this hybrid connection, hybrid bloodline, or they've incorporated AI or tech into their bodies that allows them to be what we would say emissaries on some level or to be direct in line in regards to the messages that are being passed down. And then with them, of course, are people that are or be humans that have been possessed by lower astral entities or entities from levels of, levels of existence that are non-physical. But below that, you have tiers of humans that are decompartmentalized who've got no idea what's really going on at the top. No idea at all. They might know a little bit more than the person below them, but they don't know the whole game and how the game's being played out. That's really interesting you look at that because you see that same idea, that same methodology through mystery schools as well and through in the public mystery schools and also in the private mystery schools. There are levels of initiation that you have to go through to gain more knowledge, to gain a deeper understanding of the nature of the mystery school itself, but to also gain access to that knowledge which takes you into another levels of awareness. And it's the same thing with spiritual conscious awakening processes. You don't just give in the whole download and then try to integrate from the experience. The idea is with spiritual growth and personal growth work is that you move through a process where you understand, you integrate, and then in that integration you become, you get the wisdom and you put it into action in your life through application and embodiment. It's the same thing. But it's interesting for me to look at this multidimensional game of chess that's being played out in society today. Really interesting because it's so apparent to me, it's so overt, and it had to become overt at some point because it's been so covert for thousands of years. And depending whose work you follow, you follow Rudolf Steiner's spiritual science or a theosophical society or even the Gurdjieff fourth way work, you look at this and you'll see that this whole, or Casey's work as well, Edgar Casey's work, his readings on Atlantis, and beyond that, this whole process, this whole control system has been around for hundreds of thousands of years, maybe even millions of years, you know, I don't know, but it seems to me like at least we have an idea that it's been around for a long time, which is basically what we find ourselves in today in a situation where this long game has been played probably since the last golden age sort of fell and the yuga cycle began we went into the age of transition into a, a silver age and then of course into the iron age that we find ourselves in if you follow those yuga cycles 
and for the ages of transition into those cycles, we are heading from an age of expansion into an age of density and restriction of knowledge. And as we move out of this Iron Age into an age of transition into a more lighter age, a Silver Age, sorry, a Bronze Age, am I saying Silver Age? Gosh. Into a, into a Bronze Age, and our age of more openness and expansiveness, but we've got a long way to go before we get to a golden age, <laughs> a long way. But as we move out of this age of expansion, it becomes quite overt that the system, the control system, plays itself out in our, in our society, in our lives, blatantly in front of us. And those of us with eyes and to see, eyes to see, I don't mean eyes in our head, just in our head, but eyes from our heart, eyes from our being, our subtle bodies, we begin to understand and see these machinations taking forth and taking place in our lives, and we see the levels of this multidimensional game of chess being played out. And it's quite wild to me to see it being played out because there are so many levels. And the nature of this, I really feel, is, is my own personal experience of understanding this more poignantly. The great the 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 idea behind this is the level of at this day and age in the 2020s in 2022 it's about confusion it's about confusion it's about creating mass confusion for the global populace to not know what's going on and those who aren't using discernment are, are really in the deep in the mix. They're not, and they believe this they believe that they hear this they hear that and they are really and I'm not adverse to, to saying that I'm not confused sometimes as well. I'm confused at the moment in regards to where, where I'm at due to the nature of what's going on for me consciously, what I'm experiencing. But I see people around me and I see all this flood of information coming out on the internet and people saying things through the mainstream media, through books and other forms of media as well. Social media, people coming forward, a lot of teachers, mentors, explaining stuff, astrological movements, you name it. There's a whole plethora of information coming out now. It's about using the discernment to find out what really rings true to you. What do you align with? But this level of confusion, this level of confusion means that people aren't able to truly ground and be still and be centered and have that connection to a greater greater force other than them, themselves, aren't are able to open up their hearts. Because if you are stressed, if you are stressed and terrified or worried or in fear, those situations put you, put, put you into a place where you're not balanced and you're not aligned. You're not aligned. And by being in this place where you are, aren't aligned, what it basically means is that you are not able to ground and integrate. You're not able to open up your heart if you're in a constant state of stress. Now, this is, today in society, the amount of fear that's been projected into the global consciousness since 2020 is off the fucking charts. If you look at it, our amygdalas, which is the reptilian part of our brain, which is the survival mode, fight or flight, has been engaged constantly since 2020 through the public mainstream narrative. Constant fear, 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 fear. It's, it's gone from one narrative to the next, and the next cab of the rank is being played out as I'm making this video right now. It's crazy, and, it's, and this is the whole idea, to keep people out of the place of alignment, stillness, and balance. And this is the game of multidimensional chess, but if you work out one level of this game of multidimensional chess, if you can work out just one level, and go, oh, I see through that, I discern through that, you've still got so many other layers that are being played at the same time. So if one narrative doesn't work, 
the system is set up so that the next game can be played, next level can be played out at the same time. And that might work. If that doesn't work, they've got another one up their sleeve. And it's a constant game of us trying to be, those of us who are consciously aware of the situation and what's going on, constantly trying to do our best to remain grounded, to discern, and to also be aligned with a greater force than ourselves through our heart chakras, which connects us to source energy, which connects us to God, which connects us to nature and the planetary consciousness. By doing that, and my feeling is, by doing that, I'm here, I'm with Icon this one, by doing that we connect to something greater than ourselves beyond the simulation and all of this multidimensional level of chess that's been played and level on many tiers in society begins to fall away and we see it for what it is. All lies. All confusion. And that's not all. We also live in a situation, if you're living in a city, where you were living in EMF soups. We're living in Wi-Fi fields. We're living in under power lines. We're living in, we are electrical beings. So we have a situation where we have all these electrical fields and Wi-Fi all around us. And our cells are constantly trying to entrain to those fields all around us, which puts us out of, out of a place of alignment, takes us out of a place of balance, and puts our bodies under levels of duress and stress that will also confuse us. Where's the stillness in that? You know, I meditate every morning, and that's my, my go-to, but often I feel like my mind is swimming. I'm just unbalanced due to the nature of the energy around me in the city sometimes. Perhaps I'm too empathic. But when I go to nature, I feel the stillness. I feel this resonance and, and this expansion that kind of brings me back into a place where I feel grounded and shit becomes clear for me, becomes really clear. And that's why I go to it so much. And look, I'm trying to get out of the city. I really am. and move to somewhere where I don't have to deal with being in this EMF soup. And I will. But the sparks aren't flying. Go here, go here, go here. So I'm still in the city in Wellington City at the moment. I feel as though my, my, my time here is about me anchoring in a vibrational resonance as much as possible from my heart to help to move and shift the culture and the, and the consciousness as much as I possibly can by being here and by being aware and by being mindful. And by doing that also, for me, the whole idea of praying and I never used to be a big prayer. I never, believe, I never was a big praying kind of guy. I'm an affirmations kind of guy. But in regards to the multidimensional tears of chess that's been played, for me it feels like if I can, if I can connect to source energy in a way that is direct with intent, that will give me a clearer, aligned, and more powerful connection through prayer and intention, that will be my guiding force that will keep me safe, that will keep me in a place where I can be aligned as much as possible and do the best I possibly can in an environment that is, which is basically to me on some level, on a physical level and on a spiritual level, quite fucking toxic. In this country, in Aotearoa, New Zealand, the narrative that's been pushed out for two years is deep. The mass formation in this country is deep, is deep. And for someone like me who doesn't buy into it at all, who sees through it, sees through this one level of the multidimensional level games of chess being played in the reality I'm existing in, in this, in this frequency barrier I'm existing in, it gets awfully tiring <laughs> for me. To, and I, this is a choice too, of course. It gets awfully tiring for me to go out and be in the world and be amongst it and see it and go like, I'm doing my best to, freak, to be in a frequency band that is loving, that is patient, that is kind. 
when I'm being when I'm facing people and having experiences from people that are looking at me and perceiving me to be a threat to them due to the nature of my position and what I'm what I'm doing. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not distancing. I'm not worried about any of that kind of stuff. And they see me as being a threat. So you can I'm, I'm empathic enough to feel that. And for me, it's like, well, okay, I had to be very careful and be very patient and hold my space and leave them to their decisions and their choices in regards to how they choose to act. One really interesting thing that came to mind over the last few days for me was the, the Masons' motto, auto ab chao, order out of chaos. And let me read this to you. <laughs> This is interesting. This is from um, their own website. This is from the, own, the Masons' website. Listen to this. The motto, Auto ad Chao, is one such phrase that is extremely important within Freemasonry. It's known, as, known by Masons as the motto of the 33rd degree. That's really high up that pyramidal structure. Basically, almost at the very top. Not quite the top, I think. There's more, there's more beyond that, but it's all behind closed doors and very private. Very private. The motto can be found on the splendid decorations of the Order of the Sovereign Grand Inspectors General, which is one of the highest honours that can be bestowed upon a Mason. Now, that high idea of order out of chaos, what do we see in the world around us today? We see this chaos everywhere, and it is chaos if you look at the mainstream media and follow the mainstream media, it is constant chaos. It's chaos, 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 and confusion. And by putting people into a state of confusion, like I said before, they're not grounded. They're not in a place of feeling as though they're able to connect. If they're in a place of constant stress, if their bodies are under constant stress due to environmental toxins, due to the, the narrative being played out, how their lives are affected by public corporations ha- inverting the, the, the power structure and saying they've got power over you rather than the other way around. That's another level of deception, but it's also a level of stress too. People are in a survival mode. They, they really are in a survival mode, not necessarily globally. But if you look at the mainstream media and you, when you follow that narrative, if you do follow the narrative of the mainstream media, it is constant chaos. The news, chaos. Mainstream media, chaos, chaos, chaos. You turn off your TV sets, don't watch any news, don't read any papers, just continue on with your lives, do the best you possibly can, remain conscious, be good people, make good choices, eat good food, well, you know what, and and also stop less screen time, less screen time, and find ways to connect with nature more. Whether it's surfing, whether it's hiking, whether it's running, whether it's being going for a walk in a forest or through the bush or in a park, or find a way to connect to nature more. All that crazy energy might not need to affect you at all, and it's a different paradigm you're living in. It's a different choice you make. I think. The chaos that is in our society is there for many reasons. And one of the main reasons why it's there is to feed into the, into the, into the matrix, into the paradigm. Feed into the, into, it's like a feedback loop. So by having this chaos and creating humans, to put humans into a state where they are constantly generating this energy, 
does a number of things. One, it feeds these astral entities. It feeds them the energetic energetic impulses we have, the energetic matrixes that we create from being in a state of complete chaos and not being grounded. Feeds these these beings. It's a form of sustenance for them. So therefore, it's good to be good to have a a global chaotic state of fear of denser, heavier vibrations, which feeds these beings. But also, it in my perception, it solidifies the simulation walls. It's like the energy that we create from in this denser vibration goes out into the simulation and solidifies it. It anchors into those into that into those those parameters into the of this of the simulation and it anchors them in. It's my perception, I think, and it fortifies them. And by also silently acquiescing to this chaos, rather than making arrangements that are different to what the narrative wants us to do. By suddenly acquiescing to this, the five sense world of men and women, we also come to a place where by doing this, by acquiescing to this to this paradigm, we also solidify the timeline that they want to create they want to create through this chaotic multi-dimensional game of chess. And I think that's one of the big things people need to look at in regards to where we're going. What's happening with this with this with this game? Is that by the silent acquiescence we have in in, in society, to, as the the corporations which are below men and women, because men and women created the corporations, but the inversion of that means that by the acquiescing to this, acquiescing to this narrative, and the narratives being played out in society through global think tanks. Uh, like the World Economic Forum, for example, but that, uh, that are basically influencing world leaders, put that in quotation marks, because they're just puppets in this pyramid. pyramid. And the, in the pyramid structure, they are somewhere in the lower, lower tiers of that pyramid structure. They're just puppets. They're chew toys. They're there for, they're here for the dogs. They're here for us, which are supposedly the dogs. They'll be us, like the, low, the, lower, the lowest tiers. They're chew toys to be thrown to the dogs at some point and to be replaced with other chew toys. That's exactly what they are, and my, my perception. So, I think, for me, the, the most, most extensive way I expressed this knowledge was through my books. Now, when I was writing with Lord Buford Somerset, my horror macabre short stories, the level of confusion, I think, was pretty, was, well, the short stories that I wrote, and the variation of those short stories really brought to play and my, and my deeper understanding now, years later, of me writing these short stories, the levels of confusion and how the game was being played out. In those short stories that I wrote, they're so multi-tiered. There's so many different levels of horror macabre, so many different levels of, of experience that I wrote about that were just completely crazy and wild, but really quite dark and dense. And how, those, how that was being played out in those short stories, how those story arcs went and how those characters behaved in those short stories, for me was like looking back at that now was my interpretation of what was going on in, in this global society because it was so multi-tiered and multi-dimensional. All happening, all these things happening at the same time in different levels of existence, but all happening. And it seems to me looking at it now, Looking at the looking at these books that I wrote, the short stories that I wrote, is if that was for me a metaphor, what was going on in our society and our global society and our global culture, confusion and distraction, but also so many levels of milking 
milking the cattle, which is basically the human populace, to get a desired effect to feed into the matrix, to feed into the feedback loop, to feed these astral beings who live off this energetic source. Just crazy, but true. And then also with Adamon Suenio, when I was writing Entwined and United, which goes really deep, which go really, really deep into a parallel into a parallel timeline, but also kind of you could you could easily easily bring that timeline into this one and look at it and go, wow, well, there's a there's a correlation here. And that was my intention was to correlate this this energy between these two timelines into one, so you could look at it and read the book and go, oh, this sort of relates to where we are now, what's going on here, and a potential future timeline as it manifests into a paradigm shift into a into an age of greater expansion which is the whole idea of, of united the second book i wrote in the series and all the books that i've written in the shadow and soul series and united at the end of that book we move into an age of great expansion due to the nature of pablo wairua's work when he defeats the archontic cabal with a brilliant ruse brilliant brilliant ruse but those those stories really show us that show people who read them, and my intention was to write about this: the levels of chaos, the levels of chaos, the levels of the multi-tiered dimensional game of chess being played. And the book that I started writing in 2020 with Dick Swab, which is a more of a satirical, satirical book and way more funny than anything I've ever written before. I wanted to go into the the humorous side of my of my conscious spiritual awakening experience and then this this character this part of myself dick swab that i was channeling in and working with to integrate to write the this novel i began writing a lot of that work comes from the steiner spiritual philosophy spiritual sciences his understanding of where we're going and what was happening with Gaston Aruman and lucifer coming into this dimension and utilizing technology to create the transhumanist nightmare and the use of this particular philosophy and this particular modem and this and this is part of like to me this is all part of the game of multidimensional chess. This is just one aspect of it. There are so many others that they are going to be they, they are using and they will use. Transhumanism is just one timeline, one potential timeline. They've got so many others lined up. But in this book Rigmarole. I go deep with the Steiner, Steiner spiritual science work. I go deep with the Nazi international. I go deep with the idea that they, they together, the spiritual science work and Nazi international, are two forces fighting against each other. And also, I won't go too much into the book because I haven't really, I've only got a third of the book into it, but my idea was to bring it to light how Steiner's work was so revolutionary in the 1920s and 1900s and how it shows us the world that we are entering in today. But also, in that game of multidimensional chess, this is just one aspect, one aspect of that game being played out in society today. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching. I truly appreciate it. Matewa. I'll see you again soon. Did it, did it,